Hello, America. Welcome to the program. Day number two of the hundred days. It's all still here. It's a. I think you can come out. I think you can come out at least for a while. Day number two of the Biden administration. A lot happened yesterday. Uh, but what didn't happen in Washington, D.C. was violence, which proved to me a couple of things. Um, and I'll get into them here in just a second. But, you know, you're going to be shocked to hear that there was no violence from the right yesterday. But in Seattle and Portland, Antifa, shockingly, uh, rioted and uh, burned some things down and... Uh, actually not shocking to me at all uh, that's exactly really? what i expected them to do yeah <laughs> really yeah it's yeah. almost like that's what they do on an almost daily basis oh, and everyone ignores it almost that's every day uh, strange Stu. Mm-hmm. that's a that's a weird almost terrorist like ac- uh, accusation that you just <laughs> yeah it you... is actually terrorist <laughs> accusation that's exactly what it is andy no joins us in 60 seconds the glenn beck program yes it is all right let me tell you about our sponsor it's built bar Day 21, weight loss regime. Dear Diary, I'm trying this new scare the fat off diet I read about online. The way it works is I watch scary movies late at night right before going to bed. That way, every little noise in the house scares the crap out of me. My muscles tense up and, and, and I like it when it just happens in nightmares. It's kind of like exercise. I'm having a nightmare and it's like, I'm running up the stairs and I'm kind of gently running up the stairs. Now, I've only had a couple of minutes where my heart really hurt and my left arm went numb, but uh, it's going well. It's going well. I think the bags of popcorn I'm eating while watching the scary movie might be counterproductive, but I was low on my built bars. I needed to order more. Love, Glenn. Built Bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, and high-fiber. It's great. Tastes like a candy bar, and it is healthy for you. It's made with real chocolate, and yet it is healthier than your average protein bar. They have a ton of flavors for you to choose from. Find your favorite today. Go to BuiltBar.com. Keep and don't give up on your New Year's resolution. When you need a snack, BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code BECK at 20% off your next order. Promo code BECK, 20% off, BuiltBar.com. If journalist Andy No on with us, a guy who probably knows more about Antifa than anybody else. He's got a new book that is coming out already. Number one, they haven't silenced you yet. They, I mean, they got to change that, Andy. Um, already number one, it comes out in a couple of weeks. We'll have him on to talk about that here in uh, in a couple of weeks. But we wanted to talk to him about what happened yesterday in Seattle and Portland. Andy, welcome. Hi, thanks for having me on again. Sure. So tell me what tell me what happened yesterday. Give me the give me the story. Well, given that we've been hearing over and over from the media about the threat of insurgency, particularly after what happened at Capitol Hill recently, you would think that this news would be blanketed across the national and international press. Mm. Unfortunately it's not. What happened yesterday was in coordinated fashion. Antifa in different cities on the West Coast carried out uh, mass riots and attacks. Um, they did it in Portland and Seattle as well as Denver to an extent. Uh, Portland was particularly bad because they came armed with weapons like knives, ass, 
Um, there were Molotov cocktails. Um, in the course of their rioting, they actually destroyed the headquarters of the Democratic Party of Oregon ah, building. See, that shows that that was right-wing extremists that were disguised as Antifa. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> To explain think, uh, explain explain how that is a sign it's antifa well okay so i when i get asked this all the time which i frequently do by press who ask me how do you know it's really antifa well you look at the groups that are organizing the riots on encrypted telegram uh channels and signal you look at the Antifa accounts that are advertising on Twitter openly, the riots and calling for people to come. Um, you look at the symbols and flags that they carry. So yesterday they carried actually Antifa flags. And you also just listen to their chants. They were chanting Antifa, Antifa when they were in the middle of carrying out the riots. And then another thing, which is my specialty, is looking at who gets arrested and digging into their backgrounds and looking at their political posts. So all these come together, make it very, very clear, if you want to know the truth, that these are Antifa. Unfortunately, there's very few journalists uh, who are curious when it comes to this, whereas they apply so much scrutiny to the people who were at the Capitol Hill, including people who had nothing to do with the riots, but were merely at a political rally earlier in the day. So, um, you know, I just want to emphasize, like, how bad it was yesterday. Like, it's become normal in these cities for marauding gangs of mass people to go out into the street with weapons and set things on fire, uh, come with homemade explosives, come with knives, um, and they were picking up rocks along the way as well. Um, they There were multiple riots actually in Portland in the same day, early in the day, was the destruction of the Democrat headquarters, and then later at night they tried to break inside the uh, ICE facility, but fortunately, federal oh. officers oh. repelled them. Wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. The press would have to report it if they went into, let's say, a courthouse or a federal uh, office building where ICE was because, I mean, we've learned that, that that's the difference. They, they went after federal uh, property and they, they went after federal employees. So that, that was the difference because that, that was what was happening in Washington. And apparently Antifa has never done that. So now you're saying that they did that last night, huh? Yes, as they've done hundreds of times in 2020. Really? Trying to burn down and attack um, federal property in downtown Portland. Where um, and the response from the national media was to blame the law enforcement officers protecting federal mm-hmm. property at the time. All right, let me um, uh, let me just show. Um, and by the way, um, <clears throat> Andy, I'm not sure you um, get my sarcasm, but uh, I'm not being sarcastic at all. Last night in Portland, uh, they had a very important Joe Biden rallying cry because they're they love. Joe Biden, listen to what they said. So it should be clear that Joe Biden isn't going to save us. Because at this point, it doesn't matter who is in the White House. A dictator could care less, okay? And furthermore, Joe Biden, let me tell you about Joe Biden. (laughs) 
Joe Biden is a feckless puppet of the centrist Democratic establishment who is only president because of his ties to corporate interests. Okay? Can we get that <laughs> through our heads? I'm preaching the choir, but, but here's a pill that might be a little harder for you to swallow, okay? So, progressive political actors like Bernie Sanders and Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, they're not going to save you either, okay? And let me be clear, don't, don't get me wrong, it's essential that we have strong progressives circulating the White House, but now, this is the people's fight, okay? This is the people's fight, because our political champions only have as much power as we imbue them with. And you see how much power white nationalists give Trump, okay? And they've got the guns to back it up. What does that mean to you? What, is, what does this speech say to you? Um, it's laying the groundwork for radicalizing people for revolution. I mean, essentially, if you, if you just listen to what they're saying, you read their uh, literature, you look at their banners, they declare themselves to be ungovernable. And this is where the anarchist side of the anarchist communism comes out and Antifa and their allies is that they fundamentally reject everything about the United States, including the idea of American governance, period, including governance from the Democrats. So they recognize AOC and Bernie as important allies in the administration, uh, in, um, in government. But um, when it comes to what they ultimately want, though, is to destroy um, uh, the political system in the U.S., including both parties. This is what I've been talking about for years. So it's been very frustrating that uh, the coverage in Nancy has become partisan and not the liberal media has given cover to them so much when these are people who are openly calling for Democrats to actually be killed. Tell me the difference between um, Antifa, because your uh, whole book that's coming out next month is all about uh, what they are, who they are, and what they want. Um, tell me the difference between that and, let's say, the Tea Party. I don't know if you paid much attention, but... Both were in the streets. Both were, you know, marching. Both have political beefs. What's the difference that uh, the media is ignoring? Good question. If you were only paying attention to mainstream media, you would would have perceived uh, the two parties to be uh, fringe extremists rather than um, peaceful, patriotic Americans who wanted more say over um, how they were governed. Whereas the Antifa, the fundamental difference really comes down to um, tactics and agenda, obviously, but tactics in that Antifa explicitly call and advocate for political violence. That is not the exception when it comes to them. That is their MO. That's what they do every time. And they will kill if need be, as they've done before the Tea Party use fiery rhetoric and all that, but they didn't, their protests were entirely peaceful. They were lawful. They usually left rallies, uh, the, the properties cleaner than when they arrived. Yeah. 
Um, whereas you can look at what happens in you know the trail of mm-hmm. Antifa autonomous zones and marches is literally burnt out, and, burnt out areas of destruction. And it's it it's, the other difference is is that no matter what the speeches said yesterday, those who support Antifa or ignore them, they they Antifa does not respect the Bill of Rights, the Constitution, or the the congress or our system of government they don't want our system of government is that accurate not only do they not want our system of government they're willing to use violence to destroy that system actually and i think what makes them particularly dangerous is that they're really um, attacking the us as as it's found, on its founding ideals right freedom of i'm talking about freedom of expression the right to own property, uh, the rule of law, um, the legitimacy of uh, democracy itself. I mean, yesterday's violent riots by Antifa were protests against the transfer of peace, uh, the peaceful transfer of power. Mm-hmm. And it should be analyzed from that angle. It's not, unfortunately. So um, when we're looking at um, Antifa and we look at them historically, they were the ones basically that were blamed for the Reichstag fire. And there's been an argument back and forth on who started the Reichstag fire. Was it Hitler knowing that he could grab control or was it the communists? The anti-fascists were actually communists um, fighting against Hitler. Um, Have you heard them talk about what kind of government they want? They say they're anarchists, but I don't think they are anarchists. Are they communists? Are they, what are they? Well, I'm glad you touched on the history briefly. That's really important. The original Antifa uh, was formed in the interwar years in Germany as a paramilitary of the German Communist Party. And I write about that all in the book. It's important to understand the historical uh, origins of this organization and movement. But to answer um, the question you, you just asked, it's um, they... People need to realize that, like, the danger is not just in Antifa's violent extremism itself. They are creating an environment where they, there is a response and a reaction from the other side and polarization as well. And I think we're seeing some repeats of the conditions that gave rise to mm. what happened in World War II in that the Antifa are doing what they did then, which was not just fighting... Um, Nazis on the streets. They were also attacking the social Democrats, the center-left liberals, attacking every political opposition to them in the streets and carrying out acts of brutal street political violence and assassinations and counter-assassinations. Um, it looks like we are building sort of the, we're, we're getting on the building blocks of an environment like that. Andy, thank you very much. Um, Andy knows book comes out uh, in about a month. You should order it now. It's called Unmask Inside uh, Antifa's Radical Plan to Destroy Democracy. Uh, and he is uh, also the editor at large at the Post Millennial. Thank you so much, Andy. Appreciate it. Um, one, of the th- one of the things that um, I want to bring to light here is He's right. We are going down many of the same roads, and it looks like we're going to be set up with many of the same things. Uh, and I am not comparing this to what they did to the Jews and everything else. I'm going to stop saying that. Uh, well, I can't stop saying that because uh, 
I have to legally now say that or somebody will call me an extremist. Um, I want you to know that um, when the Germans took power, they demonized. They had their own group. They had the stormtroopers and they were fighting. That was the paramilitary group of the um, it was the SA and they were the paramilitary group for the Nazi party. The Antifa was the paramilitary group for the Communist Party, and people hated both sides, both sides. And so when Hitler finally saved the Constitution because there was going to be a violent overthrow, he admitted he violated the Constitution and said, and you know what? I do it again because the Republic was at stake. And I needed to save it because these guys were really bad guys. He had already declared war on Antifa, his enemy. But then the light of night of long knives gave him the opportunity to kill off the people that were causing all the violence on his side because the people were tired of the violence on the streets and it allowed him a chance to look like this great benevolent leader who sacrificed himself and is willing to go to jail because he violated the constitution. But the people breathe a sigh of relief. Thank goodness. The violence is over, but he consolidated his power, got rid of anyone that could defy him. And the violence had just begun. So if you have a car that has 5,000 or 100,000, doesn't matter how many miles it has, and you want to continue to drive that car, if it's a newer car past, what, 1990, it's got chips in it. And anything that happens to it, the chip goes bad and you're out of luck. I mean, it could be $5,000 for that stupid chip. But the rest of the car is good. What happens? Total it. Get rid of it. I got to buy a new car. Unless you have Car Shield. When something happens on a covered repair with Car Shield, you don't have to write a check. You don't have to do anything. You call Car Shield. They've got the roadside assistance 24 7. They'll, they'll get you a rental car so you have something to drive while yours is in the shop. They pay the mechanics. It could be, it could be the you know, dealership where you bought this thing. It doesn't matter. They handle all of it. It is so well worth having CarShield when your car runs out of warranty. See why CarShield cars go further. 800-665-2157 is the phone number. Mention the promo code BECK and you're going to save 10%. Now, you can go to CarShield.com, use the promo code BECK, sign up and save 10%. Find out all about it. It's CarShield.com. Promo code BECK. Deductible may apply. 10 seconds. Station ID. I've got a lot to talk to you about in uh, about 10 minutes. Uh, We've got a really great segment on the media yesterday. Oh, my gosh. It's interesting that, you know, when you have a problem with violence in the streets and you bring in, let's say, 20,000 troops, Mm -hmm. okay, you have a good chance of that violence going away in almost all circumstances, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Really difficult. Most people just won't show up. Mm -hmm. And I think you'll see you're seeing the capital shedding a lot of the fringe people who supported a lot of these groups that, that are more mm-hmm. extreme people. You know, it's, it's fun to, to believe these things. Everybody's tough on the internet. 
mm-hmm. uh, when it comes down to seeing this and seeing the repercussions, people are not going to come out and show up for these things, especially when there's a lot of troops there. This goes back, though, to the summer where Tom Cotton wrote an op-ed in the New York Times where he said, you know, send out the send in the troops, not to, to kill everybody, but to protect these buildings. And not because you're property. a fascist. Right. Just because we need to stop this violence. And it made perfect sense to most about half the country agreed with it. The New York Times not only got rid of the op-ed, but then also fired the people who approved it. And here we are a few months later where now everybody on the left was completely approving of the uh, the presence in uh, D.C. and in, in other state capitals and to I think, against violence. I think everybody on the right, generally speaking, was consistent w- all the time. Yeah. We said if, if you don't normalize political violence, whether you, it's on your side or not, you always oppose it. And this is what's happened with conservatives. We've said every single time this is broken out, stop it immediately. It's not okay for this to continue. Well, that's why I heard yesterday, this is not mainly peaceful in Washington. It's completely peaceful. Uh, But here's a clip of what's happening in Portland and Seattle, where the left is rising up against Joe Biden. And they don't care. Oh, no, wait, I didn't. No, I didn't see that. No. On TV. I saw here. Yeah. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Gary lives in California. He's one of the many, many people who have learned about the miracle of relief factor firsthand. He's um, he's getting older. And as he gets older, he's he's like, I, I, I just can't do it anymore. He wrote about his experience uh, with his pain. And uh, he said, I can't thank you enough. I'm getting older. 62. Come on, let's know. I can't think enough. I'm 62 and I've just started taking Relief Factor. I've never felt better. I'm going to recommend it to all my baby boomer, boomer friends. Gary, I'm really glad to hear that Relief Factor worked for you. And uh, I can tell you that it's worked for me as well. And I'm out of pain. It's for anybody who is in pain and you've tried everything else. Try this. Please works for 70% of the people. Let me just say this. 70% of the people go on to order more month after month after trying it. Why would you do that unless it worked? You want a drug-free and natural way to get your life back? ReliefFactor.com. ReliefFactor.com. Go there and get your life back. And make sure to go to BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. The promo code is Glenn. If you want these things to actually be covered, places like the Blaze need to exist. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Save 30 bucks. This is the Glenn Beck program. Welcome to it. We, um, this last hour, we went over something that was in the Federalist that were eight things that every conservative should do. We talked about them at great length. If you missed it, make sure you get the podcast wherever you get your podcast or at glennbeck.com slash, sorry, at blazetv.com slash Glenn. Use the promo code Glenn. You'll save 30% right now on your uh, subscription. We need you. Um, we need each other, quite honestly. Um, we got to watch your back. You got to watch our back for us. Join us at Blaze TV. Um, here's one of the reasons why we we need to be together. Let me play this for Brennan. Now, remember, I don't know who's briefing Brennan because he lost his national security clearance under Trump. But listen to what he said he had intel on yesterday on the news. The members of the, the Biden team who have been nominated or have been appointed 
are now moving in laser-like fashion to try to uncover as much as they can about what looks very similar to insurgency movements that we've seen overseas, Mm -hmm. where they germinate in different parts of a country and they gain strength and it brings together an unholy alliance frequently of religious religious extremists, authoritarians, fascists, bigots, uh, racists, nativists, uh, even libertarians. And unfortunately, I think there has been this momentum that has been generated as a result of, unfortunately, the demagogic rhetoric of people that just departed government, but also those who continue in the halls of Congress. And so I really do uh, think that the law enforcement, Mm -hmm. homeland security, intelligence, and even the defense officials are doing everything possible to root out what seems to be a very, very serious and insidious threat. Wow. Uh, Now the threat is actually coming from members of Congress who are are helping this horrible, insidious threat. Laser-like precision and a laser-like fashion to root out those who uh, are fomenting revolution like they do in other countries. He should know because he helped foment revolution in many countries with color revolution, which I believe we are we are experiencing right now. Listen to past TV shows of mine on the color revolution. You'll find them and you will see exactly what the plan uh, plan is. The other is the mainstream media. They're not seeing any problems at all with anybody on the left yesterday was, I mean, they almost wet themselves. They were so happy yesterday. Terrific speech. This was an address like no other. It felt cathartic, heartfelt. Mm -hmm. Modest, austere. That's great. Brave. Cleansing, Who's calming. It ended with a feeling of hope springing eternal. Mm. Today's inauguration felt more like a church service. Like ah. a priest explaining something from the Bible or something. I'm breaking it down for you so we can all have a common language ah. and a common understanding. Like after a good sermon, the congregation doesn't want to go home, right? People are still hugging, shaking hands. He also used this moment to attempt to reclaim truth. Particularly for all of us as journalists, it was Mm. really resonant to hear the president say, you know, this is about defending the truth and defeating the lies. 71% of Americans right now believe that democracy itself is in peril. And I wonder how much that changes today. And the Mm. sun started shining during his ceremony, Wolf. Oh my gosh. It's like when Jesus... When Jesus was baptized, it was just like that. I saw a dove. It was on. It was. I think that was a dove or the Mockingjay on Lady Gaga's uh, dress. So there was a dove there. The uh, all I didn't hear was, "This is my son, whom I'm well pleased." I'm not. I'm not sure if that happened because I didn't hear it on TV. But I'm sure all the reporters uh, heard it. Listen to what they were saying. They said that he was speaking truth that it was uh emotional that it uh it was like a sermon of course it is of course it is because the government is now the source of all truth the media is the source of all truth this was a sermon this was a religious experience for these people that's why the sun started to shine the clouds parted because our god in government is protecting us again yeah, I, I was going through some of the just ridiculous tweets from media members. Get ready for reality grounded White House press briefings. I can't take it. Joe and Bo used to watch an eagle soar by the dock. 
Now, when Biden steps to a lectern, he will be greeted by a presidential seal. It features as its most prominent symbol a bald eagle, a reminder both of what he has accomplished and what he has lost. Well, that's true. Bald eagle. He has hair plugs. He accomplished <laughs> having hair the eagle didn't, I think. Is that what they were saying? Mm, I think so. <laughs> uh, a person close to the president-elect said that Mr. Biden mm-hmm. and his wife, Jill Biden, engage in regular morning negotiations over who gets to ride their Peloton bike first. Oh, my God. I got a little scared when he said uh, his, he and his wife, Jill Biden, engage in regular morning. I was like, oh, no, please don't. No, no, please. And then I go, no negotiations. So we were safe. Well, that's... But, like, that's coverage you need. I, I You need to know. I mean, how, do you remember all the updates on what Melania was doing in her workouts? I remember that was a huge topic of oh, discussion. Oh, well, they started a uh, Dr. Jill fashion blog now, I think, USA hmm. Today. No, good, good, good. Yeah. Uh, Biden is about to give the most important speech, uh, inaugural speech since Lincoln. Um, Healer in chief, a somber Joe Biden speaks Mm. at the Lincoln Memorial on COVID to heal. Mm. We must remember Mm. it's hard, Mm. but that's how we heal. It's important. We do that as a nation. Um, CNN's David Chalian says that uh, the side lights on the National Mall's reflecting pools are like extensions of Joe Biden's arms embracing America. They are. They're long. They're white. (laughs) okay uh uh, let the healing begin we have needed this Mm. in fashion joe biden and kamala harris display their common ground a picture of uh, pocket squares and pearls convey a stylish team's message can i show you the cover of uh jacobin magazine have you seen this yet Mm. look at this uh, cover where is it where is it there it is jacobin magazine uh has joe biden shirtless which is a little disturbing <laughs> Very. uh as christ in the center hillary clinton barack obama and uh and uh, bill clinton well i think barack obama actually is god because that's the position of god in these paintings uh and uh bill and hillary are little cherubs they have people kneeling to them worshiping them it is mm. it is a religious movement yeah. now there is an air of cleansing about today from from mm. john king at cnn there is nothing better than when people use the word cleansing I know. in politics well, it's been a word very frequently yeah. used lately yeah all the times joe biden's love for ice cream melted our hearts joe no, biden loves re- his ice cream and we've got the pics to prove it that's from E! Online. No, no, it's not. No, really? No, it's really? That's how they covered it? Yeah, because I'm sure Donald Trump, the guy who's importing McDonald's into the, into the White, White House, House was no fan of ice cream. Um, I like this one. Uh, this is John Harwood. Again, these are like this is like a mainstream, like serious journalist guy telling you this. He has a list and it says, you know, there's, there's Trump and there's Biden. Basically, he has a format here. There's Trump and there's Biden. There's lies. There's truth. Oh my there's ignorance. There's knowledge. There's amorality. There's decency. There's cruelty. There's empathy. There's corruption. There is public service. How are these guys even going to fake covering Joe Biden uh, fairly? There is the press (laughs) and there is their bullcrap. Maybe I don't know how that works exactly. Let me give you one good story yesterday. You know, they were they were expecting the the right to be violent in Washington and we're going to burn everything down. Well, no, it turns out that was Antifa that was burning everything down. Uh, They did it in Seattle and in Portland and they were protesting the uh, inauguration of Joe Biden. Just want to throw that out. What were we doing yesterday? 
Hundreds of supporters of former President Donald Trump lined the streets in southern Florida, welcoming him to his post-presidency home. Uh, Daniel Rackus, 65-year-old Palm Beach resident, said, We just want to show him he's not alone. He did a great job, and we support him. The president's uh, limousine, or his motorcade, was making its way east on Southern Boulevard to Mar-a-Lago, Uh, And as it went by, he waved to the supporters that lined the route. They were just trying to say, thank you. That's what they did. It was the left that burned buildings, threw rocks, injured police officers, as they protested the inauguration of the savior, Joe Biden. All right, let me tell you about uh, Raycon. Are you tired of your kids stealing your headphones and losing them? Come on. I am. And then they come in and go, I didn't lose them, Dad. I just put them. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Would I lie to you? Yes, you would lie to me. <sighs> so if you have kids that are, are taking your, uh, your, ear, your AirPods or your uh, earbuds and, uh, and using them all the time, get them their own pair. And I know when you say that about an Apple product, I know how much that costs. And so you don't just like, oh, you know what, kids? I'm going to give you some Apple AirPods because you're just going to love them and you're never going to lose them. Uh-uh. I want to tie, tie tin cans uh, to their head and put a string to their Bluetooth device. Listen to this. Or you can get Raycon. I have Raycon earbuds. They now have Raycon earbuds. They're the perfect pairs of earbuds. I use Raycons because they're comfortable. They're noise canceling. Also, uh, because uh, they're comfortable. I don't find AirPods comfortable. They look weird with a little white stick coming out of your ears as well. Raycon offering 15% all off all of their products. It's already a low price. You're going to save an additional 15% if you go to the website buyraycon.com slash Beck buyraycon.com slash Beck grab a pair and a spare 15, 15% off now at buyraycon.com slash Beck you know when I was in uh, when I was in school I, uh, I asked my professor a question and uh, he looked at me and he said, perplexed by the question. And he said, Mr. Beck, uh, where is that coming? Where, where, what are you reading right now? And I told him and he said, OK, don't read that. That's 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 going to get you all screwed up. Uh, I want you to read this. So the next week I came back and I raised my hand and I said the same question that I asked. He said, Mr. Beck, are you still reading that book? I said, yeah. Didn't I? And I cut him off and I said, yes, you did. And I read that. And if you'd like to, we could discuss that. But that doesn't answer my question on this. And you're telling me not to read it. I want to know why. He said, I'll see you after class. So he did. Anytime anybody tells you not to read something, read it, read it, and reread it. I can't think of anything. I have read... I've read the Communist Manifesto. I've read Mein Kampf. I'm neither a communist nor uh, a Hitler lover or a fascist, um, much to the surprise of media matters. Um, 
when yesterday the Biden administration got in and the first thing they took down from the White House uh, website is the 1776 report. It made me want to read it because they're trying to hide it. And what they're doing is they are now taking this was something that the president said, I want a report on 1776 and what we should be teaching our children instead of all of this critical theory nonsense in 1691. So I read it. It's about 40 pages. You can read it in one sitting. If you if you, you know, if the if the kids aren't around, you can read it in one sitting. Um, and it is so well worth the read. It is so good. I challenge you before you do anything else, if you want to save the country, read the 1776 project or commission, read the advisory to the president on 1776 commission. I am going to put it uh, on glenbeck.com. Read it and then teach it to your children. Read it with your children. I can't tell you how important this is. It addresses everything in it. I, I was I was really impressed by this. Um, the meaning of the deck. I'm just giving you some of the chapters. Meaning of the Declaration. Constitution of Principles. Challenge to America's principles. Slavery. Progressivism. Fascism. Communism. Politics. The task of national renewal. The role of the family. Uh, teaching America. Scholarship of freedom. The American mind. The reverence for our laws. And the conclusion. And then it has the Declaration of Independence and its appendix. It, it has everything you would need. This is the first thing that you should do. You should have a copy. You should print a copy, staple it. You should have it on you. You should have it in your car. When you meet somebody who really doesn't really understand, don't try to win. Don't try to lecture them. Explain some of these principles or give them this and say, you know what, I just, I just want to share this with you. And I would also take this to your school board. This is the curriculum that should be taught in all of our schools. It doesn't shy away from slavery or anything. It explains it clearly. There are many, multiple jumping off points, things that I would have added. But they were trying to keep this concise. And it is really, really good. I'll post it again at glenbeck.com. It's the 1776 Commission. It has now been erased uh, from the federal government. It was on the White House uh, uh, website. One of the first things that Biden did when he got in was make sure that this wasn't seen. When someone tells you, ah, you shouldn't read that, read it. Read it. You have a free mind. By the way, while we're here, I'm going to talk to you here in the coming weeks about books and and history, uh, and we're going to get serious about it. Um, but please, you don't own the books. You don't own the books you have on Kindle or digitally. They can be taken at any time and purged. Please start buying paper books. Start going back and looking at your favorite, most important books of your life and get a real copy of it. You've got to be able to have a storehouse of actual facts, good and bad, in print and keep those things safe. 
back in just a minute with the head guy of the 1776 Commission.